Welcome to What's the Matter, the pod and video cast where we talk about anything and everything with a psychology twist. Our content isn't going to be super heavy and technical, but my dad and I want to provide you with useful conversation that's going to help improve your thinking. If you want to stay up to date with everything we're going to be talking about, then remember to like and subscribe. Thanks guys and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hi everyone, welcome to What's the Matter. This is part two of our three-part mini-series on self-confidence. And I'm joined by my fabulous, glamorous co-host, as always, Mr. Dad. Good afternoon, Em. Uh, how, how's things with you? They're very good, thank you. How about yourself? Yeah, really good, really good. Um, I was, uh, I've really got into golf over lockdown and I was playing the other day and someone I was playing with, I would play with like once a month, every now and again, someone I know sort of through business, uh, actually referred to me as Mr. Dad on the golf course. I know I've people are actually saying it to me on my uh, someone said on my Instagram when are you and Mr Dad doing your next episode (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually going to call you that always no Um, yeah yeah (laughs) I think it's the podcast it's my podcast persona now yeah exactly you're like Gemma Collins in the GC (laughs) what's that (laughs) that's Gemma Collins personality this is yours um all right right. but no so today we're obviously talking about self-confidence speaking of your persona and um yeah so last time we covered um sort of the impact of well what what is self-confidence the impact of having you know poor self-belief and how this could affect our confidence we also talked around the ways that we form beliefs so three main ways we form beliefs and then we also kind of covered um the importance of of an achievement log and how this can positively impact you know or a daily habit that can positively impact our beliefs about ourselves um that's kind of what we covered really isn't it don't think yeah, we did out there. really really with a view to helping listeners and watchers understand what self-confidence is where predominantly it comes from in terms of our belief system about ourselves how we form beliefs because most people aren't consciously forming beliefs yeah. they're almost occurring as a byproduct of a few things and then actually a simple tool that becomes easier the more you practice it around just acknowledging our strengths what we're good at what we achieve our positive traits how we help people and again probably it's worth making this point again on this podcast not so that we become arrogant boastful people but purely how we do you know it's how we develop a really healthy view of ourselves a constructive confidence yeah um positive confidence a constructive belief system about ourselves um, so that enables us much more fully in life to meet problems, to overcome challenges, to get the best out of ourselves, to achieve at the levels we want to, etc. Perfectly, perfectly explained and far more clearly than I just tried. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't doing I'm just excited to be back on because we we've had a week or yeah. so. I've just, I'm just raring to go. And yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, we, we um, planned to do this uh, this episode a bit sooner, but such has been um, a level of positive busyness in life. The world is really ramping up, and thankfully, we're in sort of quite a lot of demand at the minute, which is great. Exactly. Mm. And your semi-pro golf career, pretty hard. Well, to indeed, indeed, yes. <laughs> um, but no. So today, the, where we're hoping to take this is actually talking about self-talk. So the inner and outer voice, kind of what we're saying about ourselves and to ourselves. Mm. really so um I think obviously you and I know what this is but just for the people that are listening would you be sort of happy to explain a little bit more around what is self-talk yeah there's there's a there's a couple of phrases we use in the field of psychology and performance around to explain the the voice in your head or voices um but also what's included in that is you know everything that leaves your lips Um, so it's the it's the 
I'll talk in a few moments about different types of self-talk, but the, it's probably worth making the point initially to, to, to the listeners and watchers of the video cast that actually it's, this is huge. This is significant. Um, we don't realize it, but there's chatter, a form of chatter going on in your head yeah. for huge proportions of any average day. Um, the how much, how of, much of the day would you say is that people do this? Again, there's lots of different figures on this. You know, I've, I've, it's not uncommon that I've come across in your know, reading, reading specialists, you know, specialists in the area of self-talk or psycholinguistics, as it's sometimes referred to. Um, sometimes suggest, you know, up to 70 percent of our waking hours on an hour, on a day we could be have could be engaging in inner or outer chatter of some description. So it's going on a lot. It's, we're, it's a going on or we're engaging in it a lot. And and so the very nature of it, whether it's constructive or destructive or positive or negative, is really important. And actually, yeah. one of the, before we start looking at, I think, the impact, um, sorry, the ways we can talk to ourselves more constructively, I think it's worth recognizing that we, we engage in this a heck of a lot and the impact is significant. And we can tell a lot about our thinking and our psychology and where our focus is just by listening to how we, talk, how we speak, mm -hmm. just by listening to how we communicate both here. So outwardly when we're communicating to other people, but also our own inner dialogue as well, too. And I'm not psychoanalyzing everybody I meet in life by any stretch of the imagination, but you can tell a lot about someone's psychology just by listening to how they communicate. Oh, yeah. what's, their, what's their language like? What's their phraseology like? Um, but it isn't just about, about listening to other people. It's about really paying attention to ourselves. Because, you know, even when I'm talking to you, so I'm talking to you now. So hopefully you're hearing what I'm saying. But of course, I'm hearing what I'm saying. Yeah. So whatever words are leaving my lips, they've been constructed in my head and they're going back in my ears and back in my head again. Yeah. So if I spend the next five minutes really putting myself down, criticizing myself incredibly harshly, focusing on the one thing I haven't done very well and overtly uh, giving myself a hard time about that. It's not you're not. It's not just you hearing that. I'm no. hearing that. And is that so many people don't consciously know that they're doing it? Like I think. Well, most people don't. I think Em. Yeah. People can think they're being really positive about themselves, but then, as you say, listening to how they talk about themselves and what they're focusing on at the end of the day, is is quite important. And uh, yeah, I think obviously a lot of what we do is really trying to put people in touch with listening to themselves and sort of mm. checking in with when you when you do slip into that just being really aware of it yeah and I think that again a, a recommendation or encouragement to everyone watching and listening to this 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 podcast and video cast is yeah if you're going to do some things as a consequence of this podcast great based yeah. on what we share with you one of those things ought to be just listening to yourself more yeah really really paying attention to what are you saying about you to others? Yeah. What are you saying about you to yourself? Because someone shared this with me a long time ago. There's only one person we take with us everywhere we go. Us. Yeah. There's only one person you always listen to. Always. Yourself. Mm -hmm. So actually the power of what we're saying is significant in, you know, constructing our evolving psychology over time. Yeah. No, definitely. Definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. It's. It's just so important and yeah as i say kind of becoming aware of what you say to yourself is really really key and one thing i always put to my my clients when they if if, if sort of self-talk and belief is kind of an area we're working on you'll know this but it's really being aware of what beliefs you have about yourself that hold you back because mm. people might not think that they have they do that but then you ask them a question like 
there was a client I had recently who said, oh, they could never get a certain job. And mm. uh, I was like, why? No. She was like, well, because I can't. I was like, yeah, but why? What, what reasons do you have? And she couldn't give me any other than the fact that she didn't think she was capable. Mm. And, you know, it's sort of working out. I know I've gone off on a tangent slightly here, but it's just working out what beliefs you do have about yourself, which are the reasons that you're not doing something. Um, mm. Yeah, I think they're really important. Yeah, well, it, it's it's you. we always say you, it's, you can't act upon something unless you're aware of it. Mm-hmm. So actually, if, if like you're, that client, you helped her become aware of a belief that she had that she couldn't get a certain job. So while she believes she can't get that certain job, she's highly unlikely to get that job. Yeah. If she really wants that job, she's going to need to shift that belief. Yeah. And going to need to help herself become more confident to apply for those sorts of jobs. So that's great news that she's aware of that and you're aware of that because you can work on it. There's some things yeah. you can do. One of those things we talked about in the last episode, which is start to acknowledge what you're good at and your success log and build that and reflect upon what you do well whilst improving the things you don't do so well. And what we're going to talk about today is the inner voice and what could we be more consciously doing with the inner voice, with this self-talk or psycholinguistics? What could we be doing with it more consciously and make and make a habit that really starts to create more helpful beliefs and consequently more self-confidence? So we go for that job that we really want or we buy the house we would like but haven't ever thought we'd deserved before or we achieve at a certain level like we've never done before, which is really helpful to us. It's a whole raft of consequences yeah. that we talked about last time, but... Um, would it be useful if I just shared the different types of self-talk? Yeah, yeah. sorry. I know we went off there, but that would oh, be... fine. It's relevant. It's absolutely yeah. relevant. Um, when we consider the inner voice stroke and the outer voice, that all of that is embraced within self-talk or psycholinguistics, um, there are three key types of self-talk, which would probably be worth mentioning. Firstly, we have what we call informal self-talk. This probably is the greatest amount of self-talk that we engage in as in there's a lot of informal self-talk going on it's the inner conversations we have with ourselves in our head sometimes you have a voice sometimes you have more than one yeah three or four have a little conversation in your head i think i have Um, a whole village inside (laughs) (laughs) absolutely but equally the informal conversations you have with other people every day and i guess we're not paying a great deal of attention consciously to what we're saying to ourselves in those conversations or what we say to other people the words are just sort of coming out of our mouth or going on in our head and sometimes within those conversations we'll reference ourselves there'll be a statement about ourselves so i've 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 met some people who typically say frequently about themselves i'm always late i'm always late um i'm just one of those people even if i start getting ready early i'll just be late because that's the sort of person i am I'm always late, I'm always late, I'm always late, I'm always late. late. Now, they weren't probably born late. Well, actually, technically, you can be born late. You know what I mean? They (laughs) they weren't born pre-programmed to be late, if that makes sense, for for events or uh, whatever. It probably just happened once or twice. They happened to reference it. Someone else referenced it. Maybe someone else referenced it. So now they reference it all the time. So, you know, they probably have accepted, it's become a belief, that they've accepted as true or real that that's who they are and how they are. Yeah. So that's what the brain delivers. Now, yeah. I'm not going to say today whether I think being late is a good thing or a bad thing. I think it's quite obvious. It's probably not that helpful in life. But the point is, whilst they have that belief, that's probably how it's going to be. Yeah. Um, and they don't very com- feel very confident about being early or being on time. Yeah. Um, 
I've heard, as you just expressed a little while ago, through someone's communication, their outer informal conversation with you, they expressed that there's no way they could get that sort of job. So yeah. they've probably thought that quite a lot internally and and, and reinforced it externally. So it's, it's a belief. It's a, something I accept as true or real. So it's probably going to be a reality. They're not yeah. been confident enough to apply for that sort of job. So, yeah, informal self-talk is significant. We engage. It's the greatest amount of self-talk we engage in as a type, probably. And first thing I'd encourage people to do, start paying attention to what you're saying yeah. about yourself. I yeah. feel like so many people that li will have listened or watched this will probably be smiling when they're listening. Mm. Because I, the first time we ever spoke about this sort of thing, I just had about 500 memories coming into my mind of, I say that to myself, I say that to myself, I joke about this about myself, but it is, it's almost self-fulfilling. You mm. know, like you say about the date thing, like even, I'm not going to say who, but there is someone in my family um, who is always late and it is a bit of a running joke and to the but to the point that I now if they were coming around for dinner I would not have dinner ready for when they're meant to come because I know it'll be at least an hour after <laughs> um if they listen to this I think they'll know who I'm talking about but um yeah it's like everyone jokes about it so they yeah. say it everyone says it it's just it's almost like accepted that it's just yeah. they're always going to be late so yeah I think a lot of people listening might be smiling to themselves thinking definitely caught myself saying that before. yeah yeah and, and but the thing is it's not just about lateness is it it's about no, every aspect it. of ourselves constructively or destructively and again on the last mini episode we talked about repetition being a key yeah. contributor to the beliefs that we evolve about ourselves and then consequently the confidence we do or don't have so actually you know, a key part of that repetition isn't just what other people tell us. It's what, what we, we keep yeah. telling ourselves. As I said, who do you take with? Who's the only person you take with you everywhere? Who's the only person you always listen to? It's you. It's ourselves. So we need to be much more on it, much more mindful of what do we keep repeating. Yeah. Um, it's not so, just small. Sorry, just quickly to add, it's obviously not just small statements like you say, like lateness. Um, we did reference this on the last podcast, but. Um, it could be about relationships and how we go into relationships. So I've, I've had a friend recently saying to me, they've got a bit of troubles with the relationship and saying, I've, I've, um, I'm just never going to get over my past. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm never going to get over my past. So I'm yeah. just, I'm always going to not trust somebody or, and it's, you know, you obviously have to choose when we're going to offer up this advice to people because sometimes Indeed. people are like, shut up. I don't care about the brain as much as you. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. obviously people are listening to this have chosen to listen. So thank mm. you. Um, but yeah, it's it's being conscious of what you say about bigger topics, not just I'm late or I'm clumsy. Mm. It's mm. those things about relationships or work. So I've, I've worked so, with salespeople that, who, who, who who just repeat that they could never hit a certain target. Yeah. When other salespeople do in their business or their organization, they, they again, all these beliefs provide a ceiling for us. And there's beliefs are hugely contributed to by our repetition yeah repetition of the inner and outer voice so it can be to do with relationships it can be to do with health it can be to do with fitness it can be to do with your work and your career it can be to do with little day-to-day -day behaviors or habits mm. it is endless it is endless so yeah first thing i think really is encouraging people to listen to themselves more and just think whoa what am i saying yeah and if, if there's a sentence about to leave your lips which as you become aware of it more consciously you think whoa that's not helpful stop the sentence midway tuck the words back in think about rephrasing what you were just about to say and that that first part of becoming more conscious of this is really important mm -hmm. so 
informal self-talk, as I say, is the informal conversations we have with ourselves and others. It's the, the we, we engage in that probably more than any other type of self-talk. Second type of self-talk it's worth referring to is something that is, is called primary questions. Mm -hmm. um, and again, we often don't realize we're questioning ourselves, but we are. Um, not all day, every day, but there in a, in a whole load of situations we will ask ourselves questions. Um, typically, we'll question ourselves when something hasn't gone very well. Yeah. Or we've messed up, we've failed, um, we've done something that's not great. Does that make sense? So we'll often, we'll yeah. often question ourselves in those situations. And it's the nature of those questions that's really important. The question in your head or even what you ask yourself out loud. Because just imagine... Just imagine I mess up. I know it's quite difficult to imagine, but anyway, just imagine I mess up because we all do. You messed up that haircut. Well, I don't think I did actually. I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it. Um, <laughs> my COVID shave. Um, so just imagine I mess up, and within a few seconds of discovering I've messed up, internally, so in my head, I sort of ask myself this, something along the lines of, "Oh, why are you such an idiot?" Or why do you always mess up? Whatever's wrong with you? So there's three questions, all right? Yeah. Now, the analogy we often use here is, if, if you put one of those questions on your computer or your laptop into the Google search bar, so why am I such an idiot? Put it into the Google search bar and press search. Google will obviously go and search the whole World Wide Web for answers to that question. Mm-hmm. And when the search results come through, I would hazard a guess they're not going to be too positive or constructive. So why am I such an idiot? You're going to get responses like, well, because no one really likes you, because yeah. you're, you're useless, because you can't do anything, because you've got no skills, or you've got nothing to offer the work. They will be the sort, almost the nature of the search results that come back from Google-ish. Yeah. That's, what, that's what your brain's like. Your brain is a bit like Google. So if I ask myself that sort of very destructive question, the next five, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, half an hour, I'm just that that question. Why am I such an idiot? Is going to lead to a whole load of destructive thinking that I will keep yeah. repeating. Now, equally, if I imagine I still mess up or I fail or something, I do something a bit wrong, but I ask myself a different question. Still a question, a primary question, a quick question I ask myself, but it's a question I could say is much more constructive. If I asked myself after failing big time or messing up, okay, Gav, what can you learn from this then? Yeah. What can you do next time to ensure you get a better result? Yeah. How can you, if I'm delivering a session, training session, how can you build rapport with that person better next time so they connect with you more? How can you put that point across more clearly so people understand it more easily? Does that make sense? Those yeah. are still questions, but they are going to take my brain in a very, very different direction for the next 5, 10, 15 minutes or half an hour. And again, using the Google search bar analogy, if I put this into Google, which is a bit what your brain's like, I'm going to get a very different set of search results. Yeah. So, I think or we encourage people to listen more carefully to their informal chatter in their head and out, out loud, their informal self-talk. Pay much more attention to to the primary questions you ask yourself, particularly when something hasn't gone that well. And you can still ask yourself a question, but the nature of the question is crucial to where you're going to take your own brain in a constructive yeah. direction or a destructive direction. Yeah, definitely. The third type of self-talk, which is the one we want to have a little bit of extra focus on today, yeah. is called formal self-talk. Mm -hmm. So... This is sometimes also referred to as affirmations, and yeah. some listeners and watchers will be aware of affirmations, but I want to 
we want to talk about it in a particular way today. Yeah. This is where we sit down and we consciously decide there's something we want to improve about ourselves. Mm-hmm. It could be a, a less than useful habit that you want to change. It could be a way of thinking that you want to improve. Yeah. Your way of feeling you want to improve. It could be a behavior you want to improve. It could be a skill you want to learn. It could be a different, a more positive approach you want to take. Mm-hmm. It's an aspect of ourselves that we want to improve or make better. Yeah. And one of the ways we can do that is through the use of affirmations. Now, yeah. I've, I've got a, dif- a definition for an affirmation. I've got our own definition. Um, so I'll give the definition. Then we'll probably just hand over to yourself and you can reference some of your own experience of. Oh, definitely informal and felt self-talk and uh, primary questions and then we'll probably be it'd be useful for everybody listening if we can then just talk about how you put an affirmation together and how you use it yeah so definitely. our definition of an affirmation is this it's a consciously constructed positive statement about yourself stated in the present tense yeah so we put a statement together we consciously think it through which we'll talk about more shortly and we state it as if we are already this thing Whatever the improvement is, we state it as if we are already the improvement or it's already happened. Yeah. There's reasons why we do that. We'll explain shortly. But what's some of your ex- when you start learning more about self-talk and, ha- and how it contributes to our belief and our self-confidence and, and who and how we are? What were some of the early prompts or things you became aware of? And actually, have you also been aware of some of those things in your clients as well? Yeah, definitely. I mean, there was a few things for me um, around I think one of the biggest things to me actually was time and um, I before I really got into all of this and when I was still working in London and you know in my my full-time job I I really used to feel like I was I know I'm not time rich now because I've got businesses and I'm busy working but I used to think that time kind of controlled me and I was really overwhelmed by it and um, to the point that sometimes I just was quite, I'm, 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 I work hard, but I'd almost be quite unproductive with my time because mm-hmm. I would end up starting a million things because I knew there's a million things to do. And um, some of the, I know you can write affirmations around anything, but some of the ones I've really focused on um, in recent months have been around time and how I'm, how I spend time, how I organise my time, and making sure that I'm, I'm not really wasting my time. Okay. So whether that's work-wise or with people or. So you're, you're, before you started looking at this and when you first became aware of probably some unhelpful self-talk around time, what would, what might some of that in a chatter or, you know, in the informal self-talk, yeah, yeah. Or, so, what, what would it, what would have been like? So yeah, definitely. What I used to say to myself before was like, oh, I'm just, I always have so much to do. I'm just, I'm never going to get this done. I just truly believed I would never finish anything. And I had such an unhealthy work relationship when mm. I was still in my old job. Um, I mean, I would I would be on my laptop till I'd bring my laptop home every day and I'd be on my laptop in bed because I didn't think that I could possibly do any of my I didn't think I could possibly do my work in my nine to five job. Yeah. So what I probably could have done if I was more organized and I was really I did get the job done, but to the detriment of my personal life which is mm. which that which I was then unhappy about because friendships were affected relationships were and that's the space you lived in based on what you were talking yeah. about yourself about and everything else so I think that's a lovely example because I think if we anybody any of us can become more aware of our inner chatter the types of questions we ask ourselves the informal self-talk 
we can actually start to realize that you know, the spaces, the, the places or spaces that we are living in mm-hmm. based on how we think about stuff and how we talk to ourselves, which can be yeah. very unhealthy. And we, and we stay in there for hours on end. Yeah. You start to think differently, talk to yourself differently, ask yourself different questions. In the same circumstances, you can feel like you're living in a different space. Yeah, does that, definitely. Does, does that make sense? So you could still have an incredibly high workload, have lots of demands upon you. But if you change your inner t- your self-talk, if you change your thinking, you can still actually work hard. You can still do all of that stuff, but you feel quite differently about doing it. I think I've just started, you know, you, we know this, we've touched on the subconscious before, but the more you sort of are telling yourself either I can never finish stuff on time or I have to work really fast, I'm always busy. I, I was always telling myself that, so I made myself that all the time. Mm, yeah. um, and it, I, I don't really don't have anyone to blame for myself really but I'm glad <laughs> I've learned from it I have a much better balance now but yeah. um, yeah. but that comes from those consistent thoughts as we've discussed and those can that consistent inner dialogue so you now are quite different in how you go about work and everything else because you've shifted your thoughts about it and your conversations with yourself are very different now you've got a whole new set of affirmations you've used to yeah. make those shifts and to continue those shifts so I think that there's some lovely examples there and hopefully with some of these day-to-day examples of our you know, clients we've worked with ourselves that actually helps listeners have some of those me too moments that mm-hmm. you know, I sometimes have when I'm listening to someone else and I think I do that or he's talking about me or she's talking about me so it's, it's nice when we have that level of recognition so I think informal self-talk become more aware of it and where you might want to shift it start asking ourselves more constructive primary questions that third area is what it's good for us to have a little bit of a focus on because this is again something listeners and watchers can go and do as a consequence of mm. uh, engaging in this podcast and video cast. So just coming back to formal self-talk, which we also call affirmations, what we encourage people to do is, and people could do that as a consequence of listening to this, give yourself a little bit of time and think about some, as I say, some behaviours you might want to shift to 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 being more constructive, um, some ways of thinking you might want to shift to more constructive, some ways of feeling, some behaviors you want to start to adopt some some habits you want to develop some improvements you want to make in yourself and what i encourage people to do is forget about the affirmation at the moment just make a list of the things you'd like yeah. to enhance yeah things you want to improve about yourself or the habits you want to develop or change what sorry so, just what i was going to say just what i usually ask people in, in this is i actually say can you tell me what you really like about yourself and make yeah. a list about of personality traits not like my hair or but what do you what what personality traits do you really like about yourself get those down and then say you may not be this yet but what would you in a perfect world what would you like to be more of so it is sort of two things isn't it yeah and I think the the part of that what what do you like goes back to the exercise we did on the first mini mini series podcast wasn't it around celebrating yourself your successful (laughs) achievement log but actually you know equally it's you know what you're looking to become less of and change and become more of Mm-hmm. if that makes sense just to make a list of those things and then actually depending on how many you've got um start to pick them off and mm-hmm. what i mean by that is start to select a list of priorities around those and for each of those to create one or two affirmations now as we said a little while ago an affirmation is a consciously constructed positive statement about yourself stated in the present tense yeah so you write the affirmation as if you already are the thing you want to become or be or do so probably be useful if are you happy to share an affirmation yeah, on that? yeah. I, i've worked with affirmations for years i've done loads of this work with clients with professional athletes 
chief execs and senior people in organizations, nurses in hospitals, kids in schools, anybody and everybody. Because before we just hear one or two affirmations, Em, I think it's important for, pe for people to realize everybody uses affirmations. And affirmation is just something you repeat on a regular basis, which actually yeah. ends up becoming true. So if we know they work, why don't we do that more positively for ourselves yeah. consciously? And we, we encourage with affirmations, use them every day. Mm. A bare minimum routine, so this should be the bare minimum, is two or three minutes in the morning when you wake up, quite quickly after waking up, before your brain gets too engaged in the day, spend two, three, four, five minutes on your affirmations, a few affirmations. And what you do is you repeat them, each one, a few times to yourself, and whilst you're doing that, you more and more, with more and more detail, mentally simulate it, mentally simulate it, mentally simulate it, you repeat it. Then you have a little break, take a deep breath, clear that one, and then you work at your next one. You're at repetition quite a few times. To do that for two, three, four, five minutes in the morning, and then do it for two, three, four, five minutes again before you go to bed. Yeah. Now those are a bare minimum. And the great thing is, if you do that every day, after a while, and mine appear on little cards. I've always put mine on cards, and I take them with me everywhere. But the more you repeat them, the more you just know them off by heart. I know I've gone on a little bit there, but it's right. because it's really, interesting. really important how we put them together. Yeah. It's really important to put them in the present tense, because if I put them in the present tense, it's easier for me to simulate it. Yeah. I, I can be when I simulate that in my head, when I read the affirmation, I'm in myself. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. I mean, in NLP, we call that being in an associated state. Mm -hmm. If I was in a disassociated state, I'd be looking at myself doing it but I actually want to be in myself doing it because emotionally that's more powerful and that has more influence on the subconscious as well too yeah no definitely I, I personally just from my experience as well of doing these I think for such a small ask in terms of the time you dedicate I know, to this, I know. The, the impact that it has on you is just it, it doesn't even compare really like I I no, I, since I've been doing this, I just noticed such a difference in myself and how I, as I say, a lot of mine are around time at the moment. Mm. And I, because I'm telling myself this every day, I've noticed I, I am spending my time differently. And that's not a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> and I bet just, you're making different decisions and choices as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I've, I will, I'll share one of mine shortly. But I was going to say, have you got a time related affirmation you're happy to share? I've got, let me just work out which one I am going I appreciate to. some of these things are private and we're broadcasting to a whole lot of people. So I'll put you on the spot there. It's okay. Um, I, okay, I've, I've got, so I've got mine on little cards as well. Um, I've got a couple of different ones around focus, time and myself at the moment, but. Mm, with that, yeah. Just yeah, so. Come to one around time then. So my one around time is. I'm organized and I really value my time. I think carefully about how I choose to spend it. It does go hand in hand with some of my other ones around business, but okay. with time, the reason I've put that together is because I, you'll know this, I used to be a bit of a yes man, say yes to everything. And I would say, yeah, not just work-wise, I'd say yes to social things sometimes that actually, I know sometimes you need to do things you don't want to do, but I used to do things so much to, please people and I actually really it didn't always benefit me that much mm. so my yeah I'm I'm organized which is true that's the thing I said I'm organized and I really value my time I want to tell myself that I really care about my day and when I read that in the mornings and before bed I do think to myself you know I'm I'm 20 I'm 27 now the older I'm sort of getting I just really want to enjoy every day and re really enjoy 
my time here so I sort of feel like that's a bit of self-love to myself of you know I really value how I'm going to spend my day and yeah I think carefully about how I choose to spend it so I don't take on loads of things that don't really add much to me anymore um because I don't think that the results they've ever really had for me have mm. been worth it so yeah that was the kind interesting of thing is, Em, none of those changes in, in your decisions your choices and how you're spending your time are happening by accident they're no. happening because every day you're reminding yourself of this is me this, yeah. is, this is how I approach things so that has ha that's already had an impact and I've noticed it on some of your behaviors mm -hmm. the, your decisions to do things or not do things yeah sometimes protect some time yeah because oh, that decided that's more important to you than pleasing yeah. everybody all the time even today this could sound so menial but like I've got I've had a really a really busy day today of one-to-ones we're recording now I've also got another one-to-one -one when we finish and I'm not going to finish working until probably about I think my one-to-one -one should finish around 8 p.m now I haven't had lots of time to have my meals today and go and prepare stuff so before if I wasn't reading my affirmations I'd have let it get to 8 p.m and go oh, I just, well, I haven't got dinner, I can't bother to cook and not and go to bed not feeling very, like, I love food and I sort of really want to enjoy my meals and I think I would have, yeah, it wouldn't have been the best choice of a meal, I think, probably would have been cereal. But what I decided to do was um, when I woke up at six, I actually made my sandwich for lunch early before the day really starts mm. and then I put the slow cooker on. So mm. I've got my lunch and dinner prepared. So when I do finish... I know that's a small example, but and I've also behavior, though, isn't after, it? yeah, and like a conversation I was going to say to my friend I'd have with them tonight. I've said, do you know what? Can we do Thursday? Before I wouldn't have said anything. I'd have been hungry. It, having this chat with my friend, just thinking about the meatballs I wish I'd cooked. Um, mm. So yeah, I'm. I think it's really had a positive impact on me about how I'm choosing to to spend my time and taking real ownership of the fact that. I'm the one that's decided to do it. I've got affirmations around, you know, have you heard the one around my health and, and, and my eating? Yeah. Um, got another affirmation. I'm not going to share them all, but actually um, on my my role in the in the industry and profession, how mm -hmm. I see myself. Um, I have another one around my approach to um, money and wealth in its various forms. Um, I have another one around my life and business. Yeah. Uh, become really important in the last year and a half around simplicity. Mm -hmm. you know, I really want to focus on keeping life simple and business simple. I don't want complexity. So I can wish for that or I can make sure I'm affirming that to myself every day. That's had a big part to play in different decisions I've made. Yeah. Um, and I've got some, you know, one or two affirmations about some other things. And I always encourage always encourage people have a handful of affirmations. Don't have too many because yeah. you, you can be working on too many things. But, you know, how do we more consciously keep chipping away and improving ourselves and developing new, more helpful habits? Mm. They don't just happen. They happen if we remind ourselves and affirmations are a great way of doing that. So probably just to summarize, I'll do a little bit of summary. And if I pass back to you then to finally summarize, because you always yeah. do that much better than I do. <laughs> um, the inner voice is huge. Get a grip of your informal self-talk, start to listen to yourself more and, and particularly notice the more destructive mm -hmm. conversations you have with yourself and others. Be more aware of the types of questions you ask yourself. Some of those can be very destructive and, you know, highlight those and start to shift to a more constructive type of question. So you take your brain in a to a more useful place. And with specific things we want to enhance and change about ourselves, use good quality affirmations.
Yeah. A consciously thought out, constructed statement about yourself stated in the present tense. And then when you put those together, use them every day, live them. You know, morning and night as a, as a bare, bare minimum sort of routine. I'll sometimes use my affirmations when I'm dog walking. I'll yeah. sometimes use them if I'm, you know, I've got, I might be sort of doing some mindfulness in the garden and I've come out of that for 10 minutes. I think oh, I've got another five minutes. So I'll just mentally train. It's great for mental training. You can do it anywhere. Um, and, you know, my own experience is I've, I, I will, I will never not have affirmations. You know, I'm 57 now and I've used them for years. I will always have some. I work at them for a while. Then when I think I've embedded them, like one or two will come off the list and I'll put some fresh ones on. Just keep working at it. Um, and obviously a lot of our clients end up working in this way as well, too. So I was just going to say um, we could be opening up a whole thing here. If any listeners want some help with putting some affirmations together because they haven't done it before. I'm personally quite happy if they message us. Yeah, yeah same. I'd love okay, YouTube, to YouTube, Spotify or, or, or iTunes. Yeah. Um, then they're not a cure-all for everything affirmations but they can be a significant tool for us to use to in, in, enhance our our own psychology our belief system and consequently our self-confidence yeah. no i'm totally okay with that as well i think personally that for such as i said earlier such small amount of time it's a really lovely feeling when you actually make those lists of being consciously aware of yeah i want to be more of this i want to emphasize this about myself i think that's quite therapeutic to go yeah, through yeah. but then actually writing it and reading this every day so i mean one thing i i've made affirmations a habit by bringing them in with a habit i already do so for me it was really normal to get up at six and, and yeah. read, read a book so i actually have my affirmations inside my book yeah then which i would read for like you know i don't know 15 20 minutes in the morning so i i pull them out and i read them before I do something that was already normal for me mm -hmm. it's like okay mm -hmm. this is just a few minutes then I'm going to read my book and then I do exactly the same thing before bed because yeah. that's when I was so I've added it as an association with something else that I yeah, yeah. that's a really useful thing to there's, yeah. some of our clients I know record them yeah to them you know a, a loop they repeat them on a loop on a run or in the gym or yeah. other times so there's so many ways we can engage in it but I think you 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 mentioned something really useful it's not like you need to find some extra time to do your affirmations. Right. If you're affirming things anyway, you can actually link them to something. Yeah. Um, you know, if we spend a few minutes cleaning our teeth every day, which most That's of us exactly do, I was gonna say. cleaning your teeth. Yeah. If we can, if we can find the time to scrub something in our mouth, like yeah, it, it, it's very easy to make a habit of this because it's not really demanding. Also, if you've taken the time to listen to this whole podcast, indeed, this is just a very small ask every day and we've talked about this before about how much time people put into things that they think are going to benefit them that could take hours every day yeah um, and actually this small change yeah just has a it, it really has had an amazing impact on me personally um so I well, highly it's, it's a big change from a relatively small input that's that's, yeah. the, I think that's, the, that's the message so um Definitely. it's been fabulous so, talking to you again today yeah I was going to just summarize um so obviously you've kind of just talked through everything we've spoken about today so recapping the last sort of two episodes actions that we're encouraging people to take so episode one is your achievement log and celebrating yourself episode two is affirmations and how how you're talking to yourself and what you're telling yourself every day and obviously we're going to be doing episode three soon in two weeks we're not going to have such a long break but we're going to be we're going to make sure that at the end of episode three you've also got another tool to take away with you that is going to help with your self-confidence and your self-belief and kind of, yeah, having more of a 
of an awareness of yourself and your thoughts. So, yeah, we'll be back again in two weeks, won't we? Certainly will. And yeah, thank you everyone for listening and we'll be back soon. Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of What's The Matter. My dad and I are going to be back again in another two weeks. If you haven't subscribed yet, but you want to stay up to date with what we're talking about, then please remember to do so. And in the meantime, have a good rest of your week.